What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Having Said That with Landry Griffith. I am your host, as I am every week, Landry Griffith. Um, I'm going to steal a page out of Mark's playbook real quick, and I'm going to plug at the beginning, beginning instead of the end. So be sure to find me on my Instagram, and that's at Having Said That Landry. Instagram, at Having Said That Landry. Or you can find me on Twitter, that's at HST Landry. Um, I've shortened the having said that to HST for Twitter purposes. Um, <clears throat> find me. What I want you to do is like it, follow it, share it. Um, I really appreciate everybody. We're on down, I think, believe we're on episode six now. And I've been getting so much feedback, and it's so cool to see how many views or listens, I guess, that I'm getting every week. Um, people texting me, whether it's work, friends, family, whatever. So I really appreciate everybody listening. It means more than you understand. Shout out to uh, Courtney and everybody out there in California. We've made it all the way out there. Um, everybody in Seguin who's now listening due to my, uh, my brother-in-law slash secret lover, although I don't think that's much of a secret, uh, Kenneth. So all, everybody, friends out there with Kenneth and Seguin that have listened, I really appreciate that. Lots of family and friends up in Amarillo. We're getting pretty widespread, and I really appreciate that. So what I do ask is that all of y'all spread the word a little bit. Um, share it to a person or two a couple times, couple times a week. I'm not trying to promote this to get big or anything. I just think the more listens, the more fun it is. Um, if y'all have any ideas or if you want to be a guest, please message me on Instagram or Twitter if you know me. Um, send me a text message. Grant McMillan, um, I do have your number. I'm trying to think of the perfect idea of where I want to go with yours, but I do do know I want to have you on there. Um, so appreciate all that. This has been amazing. Let's keep it going. Um, now... Having said that, let's get on with this show. As I stated in my first episode that I released where it's just me talking about how I uh, met Cassandra, I'm sure a lot of you weren't too shocked, although I was, whenever I said that she was super hesitant to date me because she said that I was cocky. From that day on, I've really, really kind of dwindled on the, the term cocky. Um, how I feel about it, and my take on it versus other people's take, okay? Having said that, I don't see that I'm cocky. I see myself as confident. Um, I do believe there is a huge difference there. So this week, we have a very special guest, near and dear friend of mine, <clears throat> known this guy since he moved to uh, Friendship, I believe, our sophomore year of high school. Um... And when I introduce him, everybody out there is going to have no no surprise as to why he's on this one. So, very good buddy of mine, Dylan Griffin. Dylan, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm not real sure if I should take it as a uh, slight or a compliment on why I'm here for this episode, but uh, glad sure. to be here. I've been looking really forward to point. it. Because I, I don't know. like I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but for whatever it is for you, good or bad, is good, good or bad for me. Exactly. So, yeah, true. It's very true. Knowing you and knowing myself, I look at it as a good time. Right? Yes, sir. Always. So, and I'm going to ask you a follow-up question at the end. Okay? This is assuming I remember to ask. Okay. I've had a couple I'll, I'll try my best to. I've had a couple of Yeah. It's only going to be more. Okay. <laughs> we do have a full bar over here in, in the studio. Um, right off the bat, do you consider yourself cocky? Not what you think other people think about you. That's irrelevant. Do you consider yourself cocky? Um, I do not, but that's because of the way I view 
the term cocky, I guess, in my mind, I think it's all relative to the person. But I don't view myself as cocky, no. See, and, and I don't either. When I'm Obviously myself, but that's a different conversation to have. But when I think about you as a person, I don't view you as a cocky person. Okay, And that may even come as a surprise to you, but I really don't. And I'm going to get into detail to where you know that I'm being genuine. Yeah. Okay? <clears throat> so in order to get this conversation going, essentially what we're talking about is cocky versus competent. Okay? I looked up in the dictionary, and I looked at three different, um, of course, Webster's and a couple other dictionaries to define the term cocky. Mm -hmm. Okay, So I'm going to read that term to you. I was pausing for a reason. So technically, there is no definition. Oh, for that really threw me cocky, off. Right? Yes. Yeah. You like what I did? Yeah, there? I was like, wait. Can I tell you did I do something wrong? I didn't plan that. That just got to happen. That yeah, worked out good. So if you look up the definition of cocky, you're going to find a, find the definition, or essentially the word arrogant. I don't like when dictionaries put a definition as a, just a different word. Look yeah. up a different word, not, yeah. So cocky is just defined as the word arrogant. Uh, you can Slang for arrogant. Self, uh, self-asserted or conceited. Okay, those go with the same thing. Now, so since there's not like a, a really good definition of cocky, but it says arrogant is the first word, so obviously we should define arrogance, right? Mm -hmm. So if you look up in Webster's Dictionary, the word arrogant is an exaggerated, okay, an exaggerated sense of one's own importance, okay? Yep. The, the, the term I want to focus on is exaggerated, okay? So to me, when I hear that, I almost think of the term narcissistic. Yeah, 100%. To me, those kind of go in the same thing. And those of you are like, I know we all know narcissists, but like really study a narcissist. A narcissist to me would be arrogant. Well, when I hear that term, that's why I don't like the word cocky because I, I, it's like the old saying and I believe it. And that's why it kind of comes back to the whole point you just made. It's not cocky. If you know that it's true type of thing, that adage, I like Excellent. backing that up because it's, I think if it's, actually, I've heard you say if it's not true, now. it's not, a, if it's, if it is true, it's not exaggerated. That's why I don't like the term arrogant cocky because I love that. you're making yourself I bigger love than life. You're blowing yeah. yourself up more than what you can actually back up more or less. I love how you just said that because if it's not cocky, if it's true, uh -huh. That, like, I want everyone to really think about that for the truth. Because as you're all listening, whether you're thinking about me or Dylan or whether you're thinking about somebody else you know, we all know that cocky guy, right? I get called cocky all the time. Oh, it's... I it, All the time. I was not surprised. <laughs> Sadly, I mean, I'm, I'm self-aware. I was not surprised when you said that I would be the one... We were dabbling around on, like... Cause, for the idea. I'm just going to throw this out there now. When I text like my core group of friends that I've got a podcast and I want to people on. You're one of the first people to respond. You're like, dude, get me on, get me yeah. on, get me on. This will mm -hmm. be fun. I support you, love you, whatever. Here we go. Let's do this. And we dabbled with some ideas and I was like, well, here's kind of an ironic, or not ironic, but like kind of like an out of the box conversation I want to have a talk about. And you're like, cool. Clearly, yeah. I well, I liked it because it was, be it was good because it, it tied back into your first podcast and it was either this or not that it wouldn't have been a cool thing, but it was like your generic mm -hmm. sports related topic that mean you could talk for hours and hours and hours on with this is more of a grown up yeah. real life type of conversation. So I was all about it. Yeah. Like I said, that's why I made the comment about, it. I didn't know if I should take it as a compliment that's or not, so but I was like, you know, if he's going to pick anybody, I kind of get where he's going it with it. So it makes between sense. Between you and one other guy, my buddy, John. Mm -hmm. Y'all would have been the two that I would have chose this topic with, but you, you get first tips. Well, shout out John for being confident as well. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. 
So funny you mentioned that. So I also looked at, since my debate is, is are you cocky or are you confident? Am I cocky or am I confident, right? The definition of confident, and I'm going to break it down to two words, okay? Because there's a bunch of fluff in this, but it breaks down to this, self-assured. Mm-hmm. That's it. If I'm confident, I'm self-assured. I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at. Yeah. I don't believe I'm like a 10 of 10s, but I'm going to tell you right now, I know I'm a well above average looking guy. Yeah. Okay. I believe in the rule of three. Okay. My wife is a hard 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if she's a hard 10, I have to be at least a hard seven or, the, or there's no reason. Yeah. The, the gap would be too unrealistic. Like, so the rule of three exists in this world, right? 100%. <laughs> so no, I, the, I agree. No. Um, I got called cocky the other day at work because I think I just mentioned to somebody that I was going to be talking about this with mm-hmm. a buddy of mine. And she said, well, why are you so cocky? Like, as in, like, I had nothing left to offer. But it was so weird when I heard your first podcast. I even told Chanel, because obviously I've known you for an extremely yeah. long time. I've, I've, Yeah, I've, I've never viewed you as that. But it comes to the view from a woman's point of view and a man's point of view as far as what what they think cocky slash confident is in my opinion because i've never viewed you as cocky Cocky. arrogant over the top unrealistic about anything let's see can i also say this so i do like your 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 point and that's funny you mentioned that about from the girls to guys standpoint Mm -hmm. i think that that also goes into you know me and who i am deep down in my soul as opposed to somebody you first impression see type, yeah, true. And I think that's where a lot of the term cocky comes. Well, from. it all makes sense because I mean, like what you said, Cassandra, her first reaction, how she felt about you. I mean, mm-hmm. Chanel didn't know if she cared for me. She was like, I mean, she tells me even to this day, same thing. I knew I thought you're attractive. Do I really like your personality? No, because I thought you're so full of yourself that yep. I wouldn't be relevant type of so, type of thing. And this was just a first meeting type of thing. No. I had Chanel call me today. Mm-hmm. I texted her this morning. I had David send me her number, and I said, "Hey, as soon as Dylan leaves the house, I need you to call me, but I don't want him to know that I'm talking to you." Oh, okay. So she called me, um, which does not surprise me. By the way, big shout out, big shout out to Chanel. She's why I'm here every day she's since she started doing a podcast. She's like, "So when are you going to do Landry's podcast?" I'm like, "I don't know." Whenever he tells me, she's like, "Well, tell him you're available today." It's amazing. I'm like, "Okay." So is it safe to say Chanel wants to come on the show? Yeah, she would love to. She is. She's a huge podcast advocate. I think she'd be a great guest. But yeah, so shout out Chanel. Love you, babe. Thanks for forcing me here. But every day she's like, uh, "So you going on Landry's podcast tomorrow?" I'm like, "Yeah." And then I did also want to go on it too, tying into all of your other things. Tired of hearing you talking shit about friends not showing up, doing this, doing that. You're calling them out. So I made it Here's very clear. Hey, I'm here. Let me know when. I'm here Saturday. Let's make it happen. I've got I felt attacked. I felt personally attacked. and a family member who have been here so far. <laughs> but I've got a big list of people who claim they want to be here. Yeah, we'll find out in the end. I'm sure you'll get everybody so here. So anyway. I called Chanel, or she called me. I had her call me, and I said, I want to know first impression. I said, I'm not talking about what you think about Dylan right now, because y'all have been dating for a very long time. Mm-hmm. First impression. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Dylan. She said, I hated him. Yeah. I was like, okay, like, but I need more than that. I said, I want to know right now, did you view Dylan as cocky or did you view Dylan as confident? Now, one thing that I guess I knew, but I kind of forget about, y'all been together for a long time. Yeah. Very long time. Known her 13 years, been dating for 10. Exactly. Yeah. That's perfect because I guess I forget that there's that three-year gap Mm -hmm. where y'all knew each other. 
Um, we were we were casual we friends. Cities, right? Yeah, different states. And yeah, different states. She's yeah, from Kansas. Um, which I'm assuming is how y'all met when you were playing ball. Up yeah, yeah, it was my time in Kansas playing yeah. baseball. Yeah. So that's what she. she see, he was very arrogant. Um, I don't know if I can say everything that she said. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So. Oh well, you're not gonna hurt mine. So I don't she had. Like, oh know. yeah, maybe figure out what what's okay to be shared, not be shared. She essentially would have hadn't heard it. To, what it boiled down to was she said he was he was trying really hard to get with me. Right, there was no. He wasn't trying to make it like a, like a chase today. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was like there was I, no there was no wooing involved. It yeah, was, it was yeah. Like, this is her words. Essentially, in, in kind of the the Reader's Digest version, was uh, she would be lucky to be able to date you type I mm-hmm. type mentality. Okay, but here we are. She said y'all kind of talked on and off for three years now. Y'all been together for ten years. Yeah, right. Going from what I see, going very strong. Yep. So I, I did ask her though. I said, "Is it safe to say though that that attitude, whether you want to call it cocky or not, he he knew something within himself that he was proud of himself. Is that not something that kind of turns you on to him? And I don't mean that in a sexual mm-hmm. way. Yeah, yeah. But intrigued you? Attracted yeah, attracted, intrigued all the words. Yeah. She said, "Oh, absolutely." Mm-hmm. Okay, which is clearly why I was able to marry the woman I did. For sure. Well, I mean, I'm glad you segued into that kind of part because I've always been a firm believer. And I'll tell anybody, you know, till this day, anybody that wants to know, like, I mean, what does it take? Confidence will get you a lot further. And if this is going for the opposite sex, confidence will get you 10 times further, in my opinion, than well, okay. just being a pretty face and a good look. How many times have you seen a smoking hot chick walking down the street or the mall or wherever you are with like a kind of chubbier, mm-hmm. not so good looking guy. M- more times than you would think. Do you know why? <laughs> confidence. Because that guy was the only one enough balls, enough confidence to go talk to that chick. Because yep. everyone else was looking at her from afar like, oh my gosh, she's so hot. But you notice they're all standing with a group of five dudes yep. at the bar. By the Wallflowers, side. not one to go. Yep. Exactly. No, and, and I mean, I will, I mean, I think that's always a good rule. Of th- confidence will get you far when it comes to that. They'll be like, okay, you know, Group of dudes, they're all staring at me. Girls don't. They know. They can see everybody oogling and staring at them the whole time at the bar, and I get it. And you don't want to be the creepy dude that makes it awkward, but you also need to be the guy that can approach them with confidence and be like, hey, and then, you know, you spit your game, but you, you know, you do it the right way. You do it with confidence. You carry yourself chest high, and then sure, you walk away, and then like. Well, see, like, okay, here's a perfect example, because we talked about on the previous podcast when I was with our mutual friend Dave, right? I got some of the story wrong, but what it boiled down to is like, I, I, you had some girls around you. Mm-hmm. I went up to these girls. Yeah. Same girls. Same amount of alcohol in everybody's system. They wanted nothing to do with me, right? But what I'm more happy with with myself is I could have stood over on the side and not have known. But when I approached these girls, okay, they weren't attracted to me. Cool. I'm not like I'm going like, to try to marry one of these girls. But you but did at it. At least I went up there yeah. because there was plenty of other dudes at the bar watching. Mm-hmm. 17 girls in Dillon, right? Yeah. But I went up there. Yeah, no, yeah. Shot you shot. were right yeah, Right after you hopped in, you're the next one. Yeah, I mean, it does. It, like I said, it's still a hit or miss formula I with the confidence not. thing. But still, everybody else, not it, nobody else in that place attempted or tried to do what it did. I mean, it was, like you yeah. said, it was a group of 20, you know what looked many, like sorority girls. times I tried to hang out with Cassandra before she finally gave in? I think it was one of those, like, I'll, I'll hang out with you just let me down a little. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, I, I've... I mean, with you saying that, I can't I tie confidence into the whole kind of fake it till you make it mentality, too. Sure. It's like, whether you f- completely, fully believe in yourself, I'm not going to let anybody else know 
that I don't think this. I like that. I'm going from the outside looking in. I like that. You're going to view me as I'm hot shit when it comes to this, that, or the other. I'm the same way, man. Inside, I might be like, like I'm mm. a, I feel like I'm a pretty good dude. I'm caring to those who are like really close to me too. Like mm-hmm. if you called me, like we were just talking, you and I have been friends for a very long yeah. time. All right. But I have a wife and kids. Mm-hmm. You have your business. You have Chanel. Like when you grow up, people go separate yeah. ways. But I can guarantee you, if you would have called me on Tuesday this week, he's like, dude, I really need your help. You know, I would have been. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. Right. Um, but when you kind of start going separate ways, um, you know, so you think about me and like what you don't know about me is like, I'm really good at my job. Yeah. Okay. I, I really am. Yep. And I tell people that at work, but maybe I should just keep it to myself. And they all get so pissed. And that's where like, I get called cocky at work all the time. I'm like, cool. You can think what you want. Go talk to my patients. Go talk to yours. Let's see who wins this middle. But there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's, it's just, you have pride in what you do. There's nothing wrong with holding yourself at a higher standard because you're like, no, I, I'm good at my job. And I know that I'm good at my job. There's nothing wrong with saying, I do this well, and there's no way you can prove me otherwise. Well, another thing is, if, if I think I'm really good at this job, is and I've set this standard in my head, that's going to make me work harder. Mm-hmm. Because I want to be the best at what I do. Not in everything. Like, I'm not a competitive guy. I really never have been, and I'm content with that. I'm content with not wanting to win all like, the sports and stuff. But when it comes to my job, I want to be the best person out there. Oh, for there's sure. nothing against the nurses I work with. So I work with top-notch, top-of-the-line nurses. Yeah. Right? If y'all hear that, I'm making myself a cocktail. That's just a nice. But story. with you saying that's how you, that's how it needs to be because I I am super competitive, played sports my whole life type of thing. Always been about the competition. Okay. So I've even still done stuff as I've gotten older. I will never. I'm the type of person who will never admit that you're better at something than me. Like you could be. I'm not gonna let you know that deep down in my heart. I will be honest and know. I'm not going to beat him. Now, with that being said, I would never say, like, let's say you were fantastic at badminton. I'm not going to ever say, oh, he sucks. He's awful. I'm not going to belittle or bring you down. But if we're going to go out onto the court, I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I'm about to whoop your ass up and down this court. Okay. So I like that you say that, but here's my follow-up question to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you and I go have a badminton battle. Sorry, I brought up badminton as an example, no, that, by the I way. I could have like, brought up any sport. Of you know anything about it. Yeah. You could have said baseball because you're better than me at that, right? True. So if you're going to say badminton, but if I go in the backyard right now with you and I beat you in badminton, are you going to be able to admit that I was better than you at badminton? Um, y- yes. You, well, I, I mean, I wouldn't say I'd make up some excuse, but it might be like, oh, you know, good game. You know, it won't happen again type of thing. I, but I would never be like, oh, you suck. Like, uh, light was in my eye type of thing. A great example. Yeah, not A great example. Not uh, I don't like to admit this to many people. A lot of people came to witness it because there was supposed to be a lot of big money on the line. A uh, buddy of mine, Trey Merchant, I'm sure a lot of listeners may know who he is. Uh, I bet him X amount of dollars I could beat him in a one-on-one basketball game. Ooh. Trey played all through. No, 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 no. I don't even know how this happens, but I'm going to tell you something. So, Trey, when you first moved to friendship, you had a class with me. Like, you didn't really know a whole lot of people. Like, granted, you younger than me, and you went off to play basketball. Like, but I always thought you were a pretty cool dude. One thing I had told everybody in high school is, and I don't know much about basketball, but one thing I knew about Trey Merchant, I've never met a better ball handler than. Yeah. Trey no, I don't. The dude's yep. not much taller than me. Yep. I've never seen that dude, like when he was in high school and he used to go watch him play, people were not stealing that ball from that guy. 
Yeah, so that was my deal. We we bet as you know, I you know that that's why I'm saying my mentality is like, no, you're not you're not gonna. There's no way you're not beating me at anything. So that's basketball, true. let's do it. So my deal is, I'm quite a bit taller than him. I'm like, well, maybe this would be a good advantage. Granted, you know, he played basketball in the college, all that stuff. Uh, I did not. I have played basketball in my life, so I was like, you know, what? no way. I'm beating his ass. Not a question. I told him that. Trey is a great basketball player. I would Absolutely. never take that away from him. Never would tell him he's better than me and. In person, just because that's my mentality. I'm like, no, I'm good at everything, yeah. whatever it is. Went and played. A lot of people came to watch. Uh, I mean, even a buddy, you know him too, Jamie McCall, even mm-hmm. made a comment. Like, you know, I, one thing I'll give Dylan respect on is, like, he will stick to his gun. Sure. He tells you, I'm going to beat you. I'm better than you. He believes it. He won't back off of it. Uh, Which goes to prove the self-confidence. And it's all confidence. I'm not I'm not unrealistic. I know Trey's good at basketball. I'm in the back of my mind. I know he's a better basketball player than me. Will I let him know that when it comes down to competition? Absolutely not. So who won the match? Uh, we played uh, maybe been a year now. Uh, we were both dog tired, couldn't breathe. Uh, he beat my ass 15 to 1. That's kind of what I figured. So I thought size. Yeah, sh- yeah. Those ball handling skills. Yep. I mean, everybody found out eventually, so I'm not going to hide it. But no, I mean, I thought, you know, size, whatever, maybe make it work. But that's the point. Never would admit that I'm going to lose to him. Stuck to my gun. Even afterwards, I was like, we're going to uh, we're going to do this again. You know, not going to happen again. This is embarrassing. Fifteen to one, whatever well, it is. But I'm glad you bring that up, Kay. Because what I have on my next note right here is from what I've seen, which is ironic with me, right? Mm-hmm. But what I've seen with the uh, cocky, um, like mentality, mm-hmm. it's usually athletes, okay? But you have to have the hat, the attitude of I am better than you to be the best, okay? True. So, like, anyone who knows me, I'm not an athlete. I, I played, like, Little League ball like mm-hmm. we all did. I played freshman year. Quickly realized that it just wasn't for me. Perfect example, and I'm man enough to admit it. When we played uh, men's league softball, what position did I play? Catcher. Exactly. And I was okay with that. Yeah. Okay. I'm not catching a pop fly. I'm sure as hell not playing in the infield, getting that ball hit at me you mm-hmm. know, 50 miles an hour. I'm going to play with the catcher. I'm going to be best buddies with Abby or whoever's yeah, uh, exactly. umping. I'm going to have a blast. We're going to have fun, which is what it's all about. I know my place in life, right? Yeah. Softball's not it, but I just want to hang out with my buddies. You're right? there to have fun and have a good time, hang which out with the, hang out the boys. Yeah. And I'm going to give it a perfect example. And he has recently started following me. So I hope that uh, my goal is to get this guy on this podcast for about a thousand different reasons. Okay. Okay. Um, because of where we live and where we went to school. Okay. Perfect example I have of people who used to think was super cocky and who I believe was never cocky is Tyler Lyons. Yep. Okay. So Tyler Lyons, for those of you who don't know, went to Friendship High School. He went on to play baseball at Oklahoma State and made it to the bigs and had a pretty decent career. I'm not saying he's like this like crazy Hall of Famer. Tyler, you did phenomenal in in baseball. Dylan, you got the pleasure of playing with this yep. guy. And my brother was his catcher. So the reason I bring Tyler up is when he was a freshman in high school. So I want everybody to put your mind back in freshman in high school. For those of you that graduated with Dylan and I, that was 20, 24 years ago, maybe 25. Okay. What? When we graduated? Oh, when he. 20 years ago. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I'm ahead of myself. So we graduated. Oh, five. 16 years ago. Yeah. So four. Yeah. 20 years ago. Oh, when he was a freshman. I'm following. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. So if you're. Mass hard. A freshman in high school, right? Mm-hmm. 14 is what you start off with. I don't know when his birthday is, but I'm going to use 14 for storytelling purposes, okay? He's facing 18-year-olds, okay? Now, 
a 32-year-old to a 36-year-old, that's not much of a time difference. But for some reason, when you're a teenager, 14 to 18, that might as well Huge be gap. years, right? Yep. And he was mowing fucking down people, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what Tyler looked like standing on that mound? Yeah. Caught shoulder. Mm-hmm. I wish people could see me. But he had his hat caught to the right and flat build it. And not only was it caught to the right, it wasn't even on his head, right? Yeah, yeah. Off to the side. Off to the side. But you know why he did that? What I truly believe, and I would love to hear Tyler's opinion on this, is because in his mind, he had to know, I'm way younger than you. You're more experienced than me. You're stronger than me. You're older than me. You played way more ball than me. But I have to know when I stand on this mound that if I throw this ball at you and think that you're better than me, you're going to smash it over that fence. Mm -hmm. But if I tell you or if I tell myself that I'm better than you, I own this mound. It's me and my catcher. You might as well not even be here. I'm going to mow you down left and right. And what the hell did he do as a freshman in high school? Did just that. Uh, That was a lot more intricate answer than me because my answer was I've never met a left-handed pitcher that wears his hat straight. So <laughs> that's fucking super interesting. I'm gonna do some research on so, that. So never never noticed it. Not saying that's why he did it. No. Because I still wear my hat. I mean I wear my hat a little bit quicker too. It's just but it could be but the way that Tyler mm-hmm. carried himself was people that didn't know Tyler would have thought Tyler was cocky. Yeah. You you think of a guy now granted we're just in high school, I understand that, but we're we're a stud pitcher as a freshman. Yep. Sophomore year on, he was a starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, he was a letterman in, in basketball before he realized I should probably give up basketball yep. and concentrate on baseball, maybe some football, right? Mm-hmm. Walking down the hall, Tyler walked with a little bit of swagger, mm-hmm. right? People may not appreciate that. People that were my friends in high school always said Tyler Lyons was a cocky asshole. I know, yeah, and I never. I had a. Cl- I, I never took him as that. With Tyler Lyons and this dude, do you remember a guy named Trevor Cotta? Name sounds familiar, yes. I want to say if I saw him, yeah. freshman. Me and Corey Miller had a class with him as sophomores. The most fun class I've ever had was with these two guys. We had so much fun. This dude was fucking pitching varsity baseball, but the dude was just the goofiest, most fun kid. He was, yeah. I mean, he was. I never took him as that. Me and Tyler, I would say we're not not close now, but me and Tyler were close through baseball because he was the number one, I was number two. I think he carries himself that way. Still does. Can I tell you something? If you ran into Tyler right now, the dude would give you a hug and ask you how your family. Yeah, no, and and I've talked to him some since then. I don't claim to say that I keep in touch with him a lot. No, of course but not. but we it, when we ran into each other, I mean, it's been years now. We ran into each other here in town, you know, talk like we hadn't, you know, skipped a beat type of thing. But he played. We were both pitchers in high school. We both were good at a position. Clearly, he was qu- quite a bit better than me. Sure. But we both played our positions respectively well. We we choose a spot that it, you're the center of attention. You're the center of the spotlight on the baseball field. Exactly. The the catcher is the battery. They're the captain of the team type of thing. But the pitcher, all eyes are on them. Everybody's eyes. On and them. whether you want to admit it or not, when you choose to be a pitcher, sometimes people are that's just what they're good at, so they yep. go to that. I chose it. I don't know if that the reason Tyler did it. He was good at it. Also, you like the feeling. I liked that all feeling. Eyes on me. I uh, fed off of the kind of center of it. To me, if we lose this game, <clears throat> it's on my shoulders. Myself. If we win this game, I can walk with some swagger off of the. And seat. that's why I think it comes down to the confidence thing: is you carry yourself to the point of like, I I, I want the pressure and the weight on my shoulders because yep. I'm confident that I'm the one that I want to get the job done. No, it's on me. I don't want to leave it up to anybody else. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's why I never. I mean, I get it. I get why people like. Me or him or anybody would be viewed that way. I never once 
knowing him as well as I did through high school, he never came across as that Mark, arrogant asshole like everybody might have thought he was. Mark made a good point to me. This is probably 15 years ago. I don't remember who we were talking about. What we were talking about, I almost positive is right before Vince Young got drafted mm-hmm. into the NFL, right? You have to carry yourself in a certain way when you're in a certain point in your life. But I'm going to use athlete because it's the easiest one. If you don't know you're the best, you'll never be the best. And if you don't know you're the best, even if you don't truly believe it when you're facing off this other person, if you don't know you're the best, then you've already lost that battle. That's not a form to me, a form of cockiness. That's not a form of arrogance. That's a form of confidence that I know I have the ability to strike this person. Well, it's just a competitive mentality in general. It goes back to like what I said with, I'm not going to admit that you, if I admit you're better than me, I've already lost. You've already lost that And no matter what, sport endeavor we're doing like we could go out there and i mean you could pick anything and i may have never done it in my life right and i'm like oh cool yeah you you want to put 100 bucks on it because i'm gonna win right. let's see what happens yeah so that's just it you did you can you lose like a man can i mm-hmm. yes depends on the situation or yes no yeah I th- uh, yeah 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 i'm a I wouldn't say I'm a bad loser i don't ever come up with excuses sometimes i will get angry in instances but i've never like I don't feel like I ever just spew with like uh, excuses or reasons why I lost or anything like that. I'll be mad at myself. That's the thing. I'm, I'm nobody's a harder critic on me than I will be. So that's why I don't like anybody saying, you know, why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? That's why you lost. Like I, I got it. I know why I did it. But right. I think I, I think I lose well. Okay. But I also don't lose very often. You know. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. So you wouldn't really know. Sorry, sorry. That was a joke. I just tied that into the. But see, Topic. like the thing is with that is now when we start talking about people who are truly cocky, because we've kind of talked about to me um, people who are competent and mm-hmm. skilled. Right? Yeah, I'm a damn good nurse. Yeah, right. I really am. I know I am. I'm good at my craft. Now, if mm-hmm. you ask me to go do your job, I'm going to completely fuck this house up. Yeah, I know I am. But if you came to my work, you wouldn't last exactly you wouldn't last an hour or doing what I do. Exactly. Yeah. Okay? So when I think of someone who's cocky, okay, I think of someone who's always self-boasting, okay? You want to make sure everybody knows how hot you are. Yeah. How good-looking you are, okay? You may be good-looking. I I don't know who you are in this conversation, but maybe you are, but why do you need everybody to know that? Mm -hmm. If you're that good-looking, then you need to be confident in that and think that other people are going to see it. Or... Like the big bad buff guys, right? That are yeah. the douchebags at the gym grunting and stuff. Like, why are you doing that, man? Like, if you could do it, do it. Like, we can already see that you're big. We, got it, you don't, we don't need to make noise to have us look. Yeah. To me, that's cocky. Or like, you know, and I don't even, I know we're on, on, on audio, so you don't even see, but they're like, oh, the beach is that way. Yeah, exactly. That's a cocky guy to me. But like, what are you, what are you trying to hide? What is it that has gone wrong in your life that where you need you need that self fulfillment? I don't need anyone to tell me how badass I am. Okay, yeah. I have it in my head that I'm a badass at certain things. Certain things I'm not, mm-hmm. but it's in my head. I don't need you to tell me that. But the co- but that, that's a great example. The cocky person would be like what you said. You couldn't do my job. I couldn't do your job. Mm-hmm. We're confident in what we do, but we're also realistic. The cocky person would be like. Oh yeah, you just you just go, you know, you walk around the hospital, you do this, that, you pop in. Yeah, I could do that. Shit sounds easy. Yeah, it's like no, it's not. No, uh, yeah, no, no. so that's the difference between the cocky person, confident, confidence. Oh, I'm good at what I do I'm and things I do, but I'm also I realistic. Do. I would never say, yeah, hundred percent. Send me in the hospital. I can keep people alive. Exactly. 
It's like, that's that that's unrealistic. Exactly. And to, to me, that's always when I see a confident person, even if they carry themselves in a certain way. You know, everybody knows that 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 confident walk. Yeah, I've got it. Yep. You definitely have it. Yeah. Um. But when you start talking about the cockiness, is it's like the definition that I use is exaggerated sense of one's own importance. Yeah. Right. Why do you need to talk about it? Don't talk about it. Be about mm-hmm. it, right? My boss told me that the other day. For sure, and it and it does, and it would. I mean, and I, it would tie back into you calling and talking to Chanel. I could definitely see like that's twelve years ago, at least thirteen years ago. I was, I I can I'm self aware enough to admit that maybe early twenties for me, I might have been. There's see, a good chance I was very same. I was teetering on that right. cockiness, but it was still the kind of blurred view. I was like. Well, no, I can back, but it goes back to the thing. It's like, I feel like I'm a good looking dude. So I'm going to make sure to let everybody know that I, I think I am. Agreed. And then now it's like, I don't, you don't, it's not something you need to do. Either people are going to recognize it or not carry See, yourself well the and then move on. Cassandra, though. Yeah. Like whenever she said that, cause my response was like, yeah, girl, you would ask for my number. Like, it's such a stupid ass thing to say. Sure. I should have been sure. Absolutely. Let me know. when. But I said that, but here we are 10 yeah. years later. When then you sitting in our house. Well, then you might have, but you could have said something like that, not meaning it to come off as uh, cocky or anything I like that. You were kind of like, let's make it uh, kind of uh, jokingly, half-hearted. Let's break the ice type of thing, That's and then it came. And it so, and and I do. I have noticed that like a sarcastic personality could also be taken as miscued as cocky type of thing. You know what I mean? You make a joke. You think it's supposed to go over as a joke. And they think that you're dead serious with your delivery and where you're coming from. Exactly. I agree. So that I could definitely see where that could be miscued. But also, uh, I, for some reason, weirdly, I thought about this earlier because you had already mentioned to me that kind of the topic and the direction we we're going to go with the cocky versus confidence thing. And I think I could use me and you as a good example of uh, kind of why we would need to even maybe add a little bit of more confidence to ourselves to carry. Uh, this is no shock to you you're shorter than the average person as I'm a not, dude i'm not what you would consider a tall man. so you know in in the male view that's always like oh the little guy is less masculine less this that and the other sure. you never let that that was never an issue i've never met you and you've had anything like little man syndrome short guy oh See, woe is me for being short agreed. and the reason i bring that up is i can't i'd tie that back into me you know this because you know me for a long time I essentially started going bald at shout out listeners. I don't know if you know I'm bald cats out of the bag now at early twenties. And that's not, that's also something that, you know, men, you, you don't, it's not something you want to have happen to you. Sure. You want to have a good head of hair all your life. So that's what I was saying. I was thinking, so well, me and Landry kind of have this weird thing in common where it's like the stuff that's not viewed as either attractive or masculine or puts you in the sure. norm of good looking We've either dealt with that our entire life or majority of the adult life where you're out there trying to either find a partner, find somebody that's attracted to you, and you've just been like, carried yourself like... You don't let that get to you. Yeah. I carry myself like I've got fucking hair down to my ass, and you carry yourself like you're seven foot tall. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. It's just... it's You just... You don't let it define you. I hate... Hate the term little man syndrome. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't really think that's a thing like... I drove a Raptor for a long time, right? 
Oh, and they probably brought up the... Oh, I get it. I got shit all the time, but I'm like, why just be... Like, what is the height requirement in order for you to drive a pickup truck rather than a Hyundai Sonata, right? Oh, so it, it was it was because of... It was too big. It wasn't the whole... He must have a... He's Oh, yeah, absolutely. He has a little dick, yeah. and so he's driving the Raptor. Well... But, we we all know that's not true. So. Yeah, we we so heard that, the we heard the big dick energy last time. Yeah, that that myth. Everybody out. felt it through the see through the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No but but there like, is no winning why with can't that. I not drive a truck just like you can because you're six foot two. Mm-hmm. But I'm five four, so I'm not allowed to drive a truck. And if I do, it's because I have little man syndrome. No, it's not. It's because I want a truck. But 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 there is no winning with that. I'm not going to say I drive a smaller car. Yeah. Than what a truck is, right. sports car related, it's the same thing. Dylan has a Corvette. You that's no, I didn't want anybody to know that. Flex on it. No, but that's my. But that's still the same thing. It's like, oh, dude must have a little dick. He's trying to overcompensate. No. There is no like, there is no winning. I don't. You drive a big jacked up truck. Oh, he's overcompensating. You drive something that looks fancier, sportier. Same thing. It doesn't make sense. It's like so. I need to drive a mini. You know, you, I need to drive a minivan. You know the people who, to get the respect I deserve. Apparently, Gentry drives a minivan. How are you hanging there, buddy? Uh, Gentry. Just <laughs> a minivan now. Didn't know this. Learned something new. Wow, yeah. Gentry. We, uh, we need to talk about this minivan situation though. Agreed. When you get a chance. We used to call those dust buster going They look just like a dust buster. Oh man, I hope it at least has the bells and whistles though. Tell it's you what, like a shit round. Oh, the this the the mom mom mobile. Hundred <laughs> percent. So you talk about the car and the cockiness and stuff like that. So where is the line whenever you can like comfortably drive a sports car? You can comfortably drive a truck. You know who the people who are saying that? Ones that don't have either one? The people who have no self-confidence. Yeah. So like if I'm going to look at a short dude coming out of an F-250 and I'm going to give him shit because I don't believe in myself that I should be driving an F-250. Well, that and and I mean, well, I, I love. I see a guy in FTV. I'm like, why are you driving such a big truck? Are yeah, you a farmer. It you no you should drive what you want to drive because you're confident in yourself, and this is what I want. It's, it's not because car. I want people to view me in a certain way, but I like that you bring that up because that's just for everything. Anybody that sees you have something, do something, and hates on you, brings negativity towards you. It's either they're insecure in themselves. I think that's have issues is. with it. Yeah, there is. There's no reason. I mean, there's no reason anybody should hate on somebody else and what they do and what they have unless they have an issue with themselves. Agreed. Agreed. I couldn't agree with that more. Um, When you talk about that, so you talk about a guy who makes fun of those people. What is wrong with you? What went wrong in your life that you have to give me shit and make me feel guilty for being so confident I heard. It's got to be something. There's some deep-seated issues. I heard a... Man, I wish I could give credit to the rap song I heard it on, but it was kind of an intro to the song. It was a essentially explained is that you've got two dudes sitting there, they're eating the exact same meal, they have the exact same food on their plate. One dude's eating and enjoying it. The other guy so worried and fixated on what the other guy has on his plate and what is on his table that his food goes cold. But they have the exact same oh, stuff. Hell, man. So that's so funny that you bring that up. One thing that irks me to no end. Okay. You and I go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you ask me one of two questions and I get so annoyed with either one of these. One, you ask me what's good here. Please don't ever do that to me. Or two, you ask me what are you getting? Okay. Oh, wait, I, time out before you go on further with this. That's not, mine was an analogy. Huh? Mine was not figurative food. It was going back to you. Let me explain this again. Sorry. 
it's going back to you saying people hating on looking no, at I well he drives so but it has but it doesn't really have anything to do with food but let me explain what okay I'm sorry no, my bad I, I knew you said nothing to do with okay so it was an Italian okay, okay so you got the analogy my bad continue my fault for interrupting no it's okay it's okay Ty King <laughs> well you brought <laughs> sorry my bad I'm hijacking it now you brought in a restaurant I didn't want this to go down a lane come on Ty King sorry so continue okay I have the confidence to order what I want to order, mm-hmm. right? I have the confidence to know what I think is good. Why are you so insecure that you need to order what I order or that you need to know what is good here? Mm-hmm. Okay? I have no idea. You want to know why? I just walked in this fucking restaurant and told you I'd never been here before. Yeah, I'm going to order off this menu what I think is good. You need to order what sounds good to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't ask anyone around you what is good. Don't ask anyone around you is what they're getting. After we order, I'll tell you what I order. And I and this is my comment all the time. I bet it drives my family nuts. But it's a point that I tried to prove that goes further than what we're ordering at this restaurant is be confident in what you want. Yeah. You look at this menu on the wall and you see, damn, that sounds good. Order that fucking mm-hmm. sandwich or that burrito, right? Yeah. Don't ask me what I think is good because what I think is good may not be what you think is good, but at least I have the confidence to admit that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yes, it's food, but that goes deeper than food is I have the confidence to order what I think is good. I don't care what you think about my raw sushi and maybe yeah. you hate sushi. I'm going to order it. You know what? I'm going to be happy as shit when I leave, and I hope you are too with whatever you ordered. For sure. No, I get it, but that's <laughs> I knew that's where you're going. I'm trying yeah. to say what I said does not, that's not the same it concept. Kind of does, though. No, it's my, the same idea. my point was is that. Somebody is so fixated with what is on my plate, figuratively speaking, not literally, that they have the exact, essentially what I'm saying, I go out and get this. If you weren't so worried about what I was doing, you could go out and accomplish and achieve the exact same thing. Okay. That's the point I was making with, uh, you have the exact same food on your plate. You are only looking at what I have on my plate, worried about what I'm doing. We have the exact same food. We have the exact same utensils, but you're worried about me when we could, you you know, example, you know, I have this big ass house. I have a Lamborghini. This is fake, but you're so worried about what I'm doing and how I'm living right? that you're so insecure in yourself. You're worried about that instead of you could be spending all your energy on Don't making that happen. Don't worry about my Lambo. Worry about how you can get out exactly. of your yeah. 1992 mm-hmm. fucking Chevelle. Exactly. So, it, but it, it ties back into, like you said, the insecurities of, mm-hmm. they only bring down people to build themselves up. That's why they're like, oh, this guy's so cocky. He's full of himself. He does this, does that. It's because yeah. they have something inside of them. It's like, well, you know, I'm not real sure of myself, and I hate that he is. See, or she, he or she. You I could hear success stories, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm gonna say this name. I don't care. Maybe we'll get new listeners. Up. You mentioned uh, Merchant earlier. Yeah, the whole family. They're super successful in what they've done here in town, right? Yep. Shout out to all three of y'all, and I guess the dad too. But I don't yeah, that's so right. all the whole merchant family. Super hardworking, way successful way family. Like yeah. I knew Trey, I could point Derek out of a crowd. I don't know the other one, but it doesn't matter. Like I knew, like what y'all have achieved is is really cool. So when you, David, Weston, all of y'all start telling stories about how y'all go golfing, y'all do all this stuff, right? It's really cool that all of y'all have succeeded. What you have, the merchants, right? Mm-hmm. Good for y'all. I'm not going to sit here and say you're cocky. You fucking go drive that car. You go live in that house. You've earned that shit. (coughs) I can't stand when people... Like, that's just haters, right? Yeah. Right? Like, you earned it. Yeah. They they worked hard for what they've gotten live, and they deserve it. Anybody that works hard and busts their ass 
to get to where they are in life deserve everything and tenfold what they Agreed. get. I agree. So I'm gonna. We were talking about athletes, and and I don't know why, but for some reason, when I picture cocky, I picture a good athlete. They, it's it it it's goes hand in hand. Nine times out of ten, not always. I'm one out of ten. With I'm a good athlete. No, I'm saying it goes hand. Yeah, true, true. But it, it goes hand in hand with athlete and cockiness is what I mean. If you're an athlete wow. or a good athlete, I shouldn't Thank say you. any Thank athlete. You. Put, yeah. Say that again. Good. Thank you. Good. Athlete. Good athlete. No, I agree with you. Or get any type of attention sure. for your athleticism, sure. but it just ties. But it just goes hand. In. So, if, like, here's a perfect example, right? Coming up shortly, I shouldn't say that because by the time this posts, it's already it's already gone. Of course, we can't predict the future. But you talk about but what's coming up very shortly is the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know when this posts, Super Bowl's already yeah. canceled. Okay, you think about Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you picture him as a cocky guy or a super humble guy? Neither, neither one. Really? See, you know what I picture Patrick Mahomes as is what most people do is like the most humble human being in the NFL. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's okay. But you may be, but you're thinking of it from the same same mindset I am. So you think of Patrick Mahomes like if you ever heard him in an interview. Mm-hmm. Amazing. When he won the the ESPY, was it like he, I guess a year and a half ago now? You know he, he congratulated everybody but himself. True. That's yeah, I, I see. What, I see what teammates. You mean. Yeah. And it, who it was even more about was his, uh, well, probably soon to be wife was Brittany. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree with that I think the mentality for me is it's like it comes from an athlete standpoint. Again, you're not you're not as good as he is at what he does. Right. Without some type, not cockiness. But confidence or aura or air about you. Are so, you gonna sit here and tell me that when Patrick Mahomes walks onto that stadium, he hasn't said that anybody out there is better than him? Bullshit. Yeah, no way. Yeah, he knows he is. He's facing Tom Brady, and I'm gonna have an episode on this. I'm not even going too much detail. My opinion: if you don't agree, I don't give a shit. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. Okay, Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not gonna have that conversation with you unless you agree. I do agree. Cool. That's I, all we need to go because it's going to be another conversation. Okay, yeah, so don't ruin any of the other. Yeah, but yeah. But when you're Patrick Mahomes and facing the greatest of all time, yep, he's going to walk out on that field. He'll never admit Tom Brady's better than him. He's the greatest of all time. Okay. Now, which ties back, sorry, before you go on to that, no, which please, ties back please. into the point I made. It's the confidence thing. Mm-hmm. He knows Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Is he going to go admit that he's the greatest? Hell no. No. Same thing of what I said. I'm not going to admit that somebody is better than me at certain Absolutely. things, Absolutely. but I know realistically. Well, he, you know, uh, this is different. Realistically, does he think he's going to lose? No, because he's got a great team. If I go into a certain situation, realistically, do I feel like maybe in the back of my mind, I'm not better than them? Yeah, because I'm not naive, but I'm not going to admit that you're better than me. Same thing no, with him. He when he steps on the court or on the field, he's the best quarterback there. So when you talk about. Mahomes, mm-hmm. like when people talk about like how badass he is, and yeah. so on and so forth, right? But he's super humble, and mm-hmm. he really is, right? He, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, you don't hear a lot about him. I mean, the dude got drafted at 18 years old to go play major league baseball for a multi-million dollar sign-on bonus. Okay, mm-hmm. he's earned it. Yeah. Okay? So he's humble. He he talks about like he does so much for where he's from. He calls it Beast Texas, which I think is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's East Texas, but back at Beast Texas now. What does he do every time he passes for a touchdown? Or if he runs in a touchdown? Do you know? 
I'll tell you what. Does he mean. hand the ball to the uh, flexes? flexes? Okay. So what Patrick Mahomes does, throws for a touchdown, if he's running in, he gets both arms up and he's flexing his biceps. Okay? Yeah. How is that not what all of you out there are considering as cocky? How is that not fucking cocky? But I guarantee nobody listening to saying it's Patrick Mahomes is cocky. Well, yeah, because it just it ties in the term of he's flexing on it's him. It's an arrogant, yeah, if for sure. Using that word, move. Mm-hmm. But what I see is like, holy shit! Like I was able to step back. I saw Kelsey open when y'all didn't. I threw it to him, got the touchdown. Yeah, bitches, this is me, right? Yeah, but you. Do you think of him as a cocky or arrogant human being? No, but co- a lot of people do Brady, so that's why I'm not using him on this one. That's a whole nother conversation to have. But I'm just talking about Mahomes when he flexes. Are you thinking he's arrogant? No, a hell of a lot of people are. He's calm. You don't. You can't get to where he's at and done what he's done without without what? confidence. Knowing you're what the best. The, yeah, you're you're good at what you do. You're the best at what you do. That's why I'm saying that's the difference between he backs it up. You cannot tell me that he is cocky as a quarterback because. Exactly. He is the best quarterback in the league currently. Sure, that's that's you. It's a we'll fact. See it's, what the future holds, and I think it's amazing. But right now, today, mm-hmm. he is. If he went, I mean, I even heard an argument. This may not. I mean, it shouldn't ruin anything. The whole thing. If he wins another one, that's two Super Bowls in what the four, five years he's been there. He's been there for uh, four years, and he's about to win his starter for three. He's going to the Super Bowl for a second year in back to back. They, I mean, I've heard people already trying to say he's a top ten quarterback of all time, just strictly because of he's won two Super Bowls. It's and that's what that's what sucks about the whole rankings things is like guys like Dan Marino don't get the credit because he never won a Super Bowl. But the dude's like, do you want him on your team? Hell yeah, you do. I heard the funniest stat the other day. This is way off topic, but it's just funny. I was listening to the the goobs on Tech Talk. Mm-hmm. Not even Tech Talk, but the morning drive. How do you think of Peyton Manning? Hall uh, of Famer, first round. Oh, uh, without without a doubt, for sure. In my opinion. Okay, agreed. Yeah. And that's probably unanimous. Uh-huh. What do you think of Elon Manning? Yes, because the dude wins. Will he when be it a counts. Hall of Fame quarterback? I think he will, yeah. I think you're crazy. But you know what? On paper, Eli Manning is better than Peyton Manning. On paper when it comes to Super Bowls. Super Bowls. So when it comes to success, football success. Isn't that the craziest thing in the yeah. world? Yeah. Well, that's what I, was, I mean. nothing to what we're talking about. Sorry, yeah. Tangent. If we're, if we're in the same room, it's going to be sports related at some point. Yeah, but the dude's beaten the god among no, quarterbacks, Tom Brady. He owns the Patriots that. in that time sure. frame. Absolutely. But when it comes to, yeah, on paper because of winning, but that, that just is a whole different Beast within itself with the whole winning versus being the best of what you do. So let me ask you this, Mr. Dylan Griffin. So we're, we're not even going to be talking about athletes at this mm-hmm. time. Okay. Walking down the street, you see me. I've been told, and I don't see this, but it doesn't matter. I have been told I walk and present myself with swag. Okay. Okay. Do you, and you're not going to hurt my feelings. This is going to be a tough question because you know who I am. Do you see me as cocky? No. Seem as confident? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do, yeah. I've never thought of myself as being an insecure kind of guy. Mm-mm. I'm short. A little chubby on the chubbier side. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I know what I have to offer to this world. True. Well, I mean, now that you bring that up, this is what, so, sorry, Chanel, you wanted me on this podcast, so you get called out again. You're going to keep getting called out because you are, like, on my top ten biggest fans, Yeah, I love you for that. So, but this will be it. She understood 
where Cassandra is coming from with you for with her first meeting interaction with you. She I'm thinks so you, glad you told me that. She thinks she carry. She thinks that you carry yourself in that sort of way. And I'm like, you know how happy that. Just so that's why because Cassandra's the only one that is willing to admit that. So she understood yeah, you know it. My wife, yeah. She'll tell you're you exactly get what you're going to exactly. get. This woman, she's the best. Like she don't fuck around. So, so that's, that's why I bring it up because really she cool. said the same thing. She said, "I get it." She's like, "No, I understand where that's coming from." And so that's it's really like, cool that's why I want to bring her up. It's like you, this is you, this candid, candid camera. I'm here, so you got you well, get thrown in like, the bus. You told me when I told you that, and I've told you that multiple times, mm-hmm. like since Cassandra and I got serious. <clears throat> and you've told me this multiple times, but really, once that podcast came out, you even text me. It's like, dude, I don't see that with you. No. But that's why that's why I see it with me. You know, this like Dylan, I see that within myself. Landry, mm-hmm. I don't see that within you. Yeah, which I think is hilarious because I don't see it in you. And see, that's weird. And I and I do. I'm not. I'm I'm self aware enough to know that I feel like I get where it's coming from. But it's it was it was weird. That's why I bring it back to a guy versus a girl point of view. But I also I found myself. I've gotten better with age, but I've also noticed that I get I really do get rubbed the wrong way or kind of triggered in some ways whenever I see people carrying themselves with an air of cockiness or confidence and from the outside looking in I don't feel like I understand why they do that like right. it, it's judgmental on my part for sure so I understand why well, everybody views things certain ways because I'm like why is that dude acting like he's Billy Badass inside this place you know he's he's this that or the other he don't you know doesn't hold a candle to me or somebody else type of thing right. why is he doing it so I find myself judging Sometimes in that sense, and I try and do better about it because that's not what I'm about. But Uh-oh. sometimes you're like, really, you're you're doing this here? Of all people, you're the guy. I agree. Yeah. I think there's a way that people like you, people like myself, carry ourselves. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's a bad thing. There is there is a huge difference, right? So what I have come, like when I was doing my research, I looked up the the definitions. I yeah. knew a thousand percent you were going to be the guy to have this conversation with, right? What I'm thinking is, is that we as a society is used the term cocky too loosely. Yeah, I, I've, I agree. I don't like the term. Now, and I even, I even went on it at the beginning of this podcast is the terms used whenever it's the the only definition is arrogance, so like don't use the word cocky if you don't even know what it means because it, it's hard to even define, right? Well, yeah, it's but, easy, but it's an easy thing to say. But what what was the definition? It was the over like it's pretty much an exaggerated an appearance, exaggerating sense of one's own importance. So that's my deal. It's like people, so many people say, "Oh, he's cocky, she's cocky, this, that, and the other." I'm like, well, yeah. It's so the argument is like, well, is he or she hot? Are they good looking? Well, yeah, they're very good looking. Well, the, the, where there's no, there's no arrogance. Right. They, it's it's fact. Right. They're backing up. Right. They carry themselves with a if certain. I'm walking as I'm the, the hottest dude in the club right now, but when you look around, I'm the hottest dude in the club. What are we arguing? Uh-huh. I agree. That would be the thing. It's like tone it down some and don't be so like in your face you with confidence. Boastful. boastful is a great. That's perfect. That's a better. You're a boastful. Uh, I mean, even overconfident could, I mean, I don't know if overconfident would be right, but boastful is a great term. Cause it's like, no, we get it. You're the best, you're the best looking thing in here. You are fantastic. At whatever it may be. Cause unfortunately confidence always gets tied into looks for some reason. It's always a look type of thing no. or the cock or the cockiness. It's always the, 
for the most well i mean you're like you said you're a, you're a hard seven so you're a good looking dude too still it's always tied yeah. into sure. it's tied into looks no matter what it's like oh that guy is so cocky that girl's so See, cocky where, it's like where, where, where my problem is is where people always give me shit in a a certain coworker always does, and she'll never listen to this, but everybody listening will laugh is Margaret, mm-hmm. right? Margaret always gives me shit, but it's because I'm short. Why is that what I, like, you know, but I know, like, what I've got to offer is what i got to offer, right? Um, so when I think of Dylan Griffin, right? Yep. A lot of people who don't know, you know, I'm just, and this is nothing you don't know, and I don't know, even if you did know, you don't give a shit. Oh, uh, yeah. That, you know, I, right? Since high school, Okay. I remember like very vividly people talking about and like I'm like oh yeah Dylan's coming over all playing poker or whatever the situation mm-hmm. is I'm trying to raise my chair up that's why I'm kind of facing I can't raise my this way if you bring up height too much in this podcast Landry's got to bring his chair up a little bit higher than the guest I can't find the lever that brings my chair up. this is awkward but like I, I sunk down to where I'm looking up to my microphone Landry's y'all don't see this Landry's actually having to yell for the volume to reach his mic. That's how far away he is right now. I'm going to have to call for assistance from my wife. I was looking on the wrong side. Okay. And y'all, oh, by the way, you have to get the weight off the chair so that it'll lift up also. <laughs> yeah, that one seven five <laughs> pushing this fucking chair. And stout, though. That's solid. You got, you, you got shredded titty, 175. All right. So what I was going to say is... Um, Apparently a bunch of people talk shit whenever... People talking shit. Dylan's going to come over. Oh, you, you're talking about the... Since high school, I have heard that you're super cocky. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, you and I have been friends since high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like our friendship didn't get super good, like like true friendship. Yeah. Where I know you would help me and I would help you till we were later on in life, like 20... Probably 21, 22. I mean, we were roommates for yeah. a year and then... I mean, prior to that... Quite a while. Uh, prior to that, I mean, we hung out. You were... Roommates with what we consider all of our yeah, closest friends. We were always uh, around. Zach and Weston. Yeah. Right? So we were. That was at 21. And then yep. we lived together. Um, but what I was going to say is, so people think of you as this cocky, arrogant a-hole. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every time we have hung out in groups of people, and like I'm more referring to like when we were a little bit younger, you're the life of the park. Yeah. Okay. I've never hung out with you when there was a group of people, whether we were at the bar or like had come back from the bar and everybody's come over to our house and we're having mm-hmm. fun, whatever it is. You're always laughing. Always. Yep. Like you may be one of the happiest people I've ever met in my life. I, I try mean, to be. You, well, you are though. Like yep. you can't even say you try to be, you know, try to be as part of who your personality yep. is, right? You're having fun. You're making sure everybody's included. Like, I can guarantee you that if we were having a party at our old house over in Linwood and me you and David lived together and I was kind of sulking in the corner, mm-hmm. I guarantee you would have come up to me and asked me what's wrong. Yeah, right? 100%. To me, personally, a cocky guy wouldn't do that. Yeah. Because the way you're looking at it is like, hey, that's one less guy I got to worry about. I'm going to go over here and do that. Mm. You're not a cocky dude. You're a confident guy and you care about, like, you're a genuine dude. Like, you may yeah. be the most genuine people I've ever met. I mean that wholeheartedly. I do. You may be one of the most genuine people I've ever met. And I appreciate that. You I try to be. That's fucking shit ton of friends too because of that. Yeah. Like your softball buddies and your work buddies and the people you've been buddies with since you moved to friendship from uh-huh. Houston area, Dallas area, Dallas area. Like, there's a reason that you've had friends for 20 years. Yeah, I say yeah. I mean, I do. All of the people I hang out with on a you included consistent basis, keep in sure. touch with, or 
going on exactly and I've had 15 years plus right? yeah and I say this all the time and sometimes like it, it like people that know both of us kind of give me that double take you're the best roommate I ever had okay? appreciate that the reason I think that and I've had some really good roommates I've actually like I got blessed every roommate I ever had was a phenomenal roommate Sam and Steven y'all were so much fucking fun to live with yeah <laughs> I, I, yeah, I believe Sam and Steve would both be. So much fun. Yep, I'd love to live with them too. Okay. I live with Zach and Weston. Blast to live with. Gonna have a side note. Zach, you were kind of a shit roommate because me and Weston had to raise your dog Jeter because you were always <laughs> at Eliza's house when we started dating. Also, side note on the Jeter situation, he lost that dog in right. college, right. found it. Zach, you can correct me. I feel like four years later. Multiple years. On a street corner, exact same dog, exact same little ear snip, and raised, lived with him. I started doing. I don't even know if Zach knows this. Because we got so annoyed. Because Liza gives Zach a boxer. Mm hmm. Okay? Yep. Well, the problem was Zach was always at Liza's house till like 1, 2, 3 in the morning. Okay, because they weren't you, you couldn't stay the night, but you could stay, night, you could stay till the next morning and then <laughs> exactly. come home before six a.m. Yeah. So um, let me get you let you guess who had to deal with the annoyingest barks of a of a little bitty baby boxer and tearing up the trash. Uh, no and Weston, Weston, it was you. I was saying, no and Weston, it was probably. <laughs> you know what we always talked about doing was teaching Jeter like if we said the word lay, but he would sit. Or if we said sit, he would roll over, like giving it completely wrong. Just experience. trying to you just be like, your dog is broken. Does he understand yeah. what's going on? What's wrong with this? Yeah. Guy? But about all the roommates I've had, and I've never had a shitty roommate. Yeah. You to me were the most fun. Okay. For about a thousand different reasons. Okay. Okay. But I just feel like you're the the light you bring into this world and the way you care about human beings other than yourself. Is something that that stuck out to me, but people who don't know you don't see that, and True. I think that that's a that's a very sad thing. And it does, and it, and we, I think we touched on it earlier off of air. It bothers me with that, yeah, side because I I do feel like I try my best to be. You're a I carry myself well, and I I agree that I'm confident, but I'm I'm loyal. If there's more to you than if we're going to battle, you need me to have your back. Yeah. There's not one person I want you to call to me because I will be there. And, and I know you would. Yeah, I would never. You know what it is? Yep. That, that's just kind of how I feel. So it does. I hate that. We had a blast. We shared a wall. Uh-huh. And I'll never forget, like, I hated living next to Weston because we shared a wall. And you would not believe the amount of sleep I lost because of Call of Duty. But when you and I shared a wall, you would not believe the amount of sleep I lost to Call of Duty. And you screaming and cussing. That's your yep. team. I still do. I really, for some reason, and that's nothing to get you, Wes, and who will be on here shortly for his podcast. For some reason, I'm like, that's just Dylan being Dylan. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. No, it, it, yeah, I agree. I still do it to this day. So I haven't grown out of it. I still have this. Which is something I wanted to lead into. And I didn't make a note on my book uh-huh. here, but I thought about this the other day. Who's on your shirt right now? Uh, Specifically or? Yeah. Right about. Uh, this is a Goku black uh, rosé form. Okay. So I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to post this because it's, I post shit for my upcoming guest. That is what I know as as anime. Yep. Okay. Dragon Ball, Z, Dragon Ball Z Super. Troy, Cody, you guys would get along great with Dylan. Yep. You're super cocky, right? 
you're a piece of shit, right? Because you carry yourself uh, on God's gift to women and fuck all y'all, whatever. You're wearing a fucking Dragon Ball Z shirt at 33 yep. years old, okay? I've been to your house. I know where you live. You have a spare bedroom. What's in your spare bedroom? A TV that I'm going to guess is 50 plus inches big. Yep. What do you do on that TV? You watch people play video games. I didn't just say you play video games on that. Yeah, you true. watch people play video games. I've been to your house and seen yep. you do it. Actually, to in be specific, opinion, I I put anime on the TV and I watch people play video games on my monitor. So, I think it's safe to say, would you say you're a nerd? 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. So, this dude who we just fucking left the bar with at 21 and we were at Crickets and he was getting all these girls' numbers and he's hanging out, is going home and playing, playing video games and watching Dragon Ball Z. Yep. Right? And I, I met, How does that make you cocky? Because you're fucking in, in <laughs> touch with your inner nerd, your inner superhero guy. I guarantee you there's nothing I can school you on as um, for superheroes. Yeah. And people probably don't know that about you. People who know Dylan, who have just come across Dylan or played softball against him, don't know you like I do. Mm-hmm. I think of you as a big fucking nerd who takes care of himself, takes care of his girl, has a great business that you're taking care of. Yeah. Tatted up badass. Who fucking goes home and plays video games? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's what I do in my free time. Yeah. You're not a cocky dude. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said earlier, I think the problem is, and we need to watch how we, how we describe human beings and how we judge people. And just seeing somebody walking with a little swag, or presenting themselves in a certain way, why does that make them cocky? Yeah. But the problem is it's it's all, sadly, I, I still feel like that for the most part, I still go back to it's just all looks catered. It's all how you appear, how you carry yourself versus the person you actually are. Sure. Because like you said, I'm a nerd. If what I, I was deep with... Term, that I bet you very few people know. If what I what I was like, like what I enjoyed and what I do on my free time in my soul depicted what I would look like, I would never been anywhere close to an athlete. I would probably have tr- your your stereotypical, you know what I mean, nerd. That's you the thing. You would be an athlete, and I'm going to even go as far as to say there's no way on God's green earth you'd have Chanel. Mm-hmm. 100%. Me and Weston will know this. We make a joke. I, like I said, I do not, I don't like judging people based on the way they look, how they sure. appear, that's not the yeah, thing. But we, but me and Weston would go to these midnight releases of video games. Shout out to Weston. He is also a nerd as well. <laughs> not as much of a nerd as me. He's pretty close though. He's but we would go out on you know midnight releases back in the day of video games. It, and I would make a joke, and it, it was judgy of me, but you'd see some of these people waiting in line for the games. In the back of my mind, all I could think about was like, that's what I am on the inside. Sure. Like, that's what I look like. That dude that shows up with the... Greasy ponytail, the fucking carpal tunnel wrist thing on because his wrist hurts so bad. He's wearing a button-up shirt with the dragon going across the front. Like, that's me. Like, it, it, I, I mean, I tell Chanel to this day, it's like, that's what I am inside. That's my soul. Yeah, I would, fuck. If, if I had, I, will, I would rock anything to this day if I could have hair. Sure. Yeah, man bun. Uh, mullet, see, whatever it is. Uh, the uh, documentary on Netflix where the guy was trying to beat the, uh, uh, I think, centipede record. Mm, it's mm, phenomenal. Mm. It's 
I love to watch that. But I, but you played for like three days. Shit, I couldn't. I mean, I've done that a couple times, but not any not any time last recently. But that's my point. It's like that's why I tell Chanel all the time. It's like I just but it but it's all relative and circumstance. I just got happened to be. I mean, blessed would be the word with some type of athletic ability sure. and some type of God-given talent sure. that I was good at throwing a ball. Well, it's like you're Bill 12, right? Yeah. You, you are. With all due respect, yes, decent. I could be you, better, you, could be no, worse. No, you're Bill 12. I'm yeah. not saying you're fucking carved out of motor, but you're not a 300-pound. Yeah, exactly. Passing. You're yeah. Bill 12. You've got good genes. You pitched a ball. I watched you pitch a ton of games, whether you were at LCU, mm-hmm. whether you were at Frigid High School, I watched you pitch games. You played ball in Belgium. Like, yeah. you, you knew how to hold a ball. Am I saying, like, that you were, like, on your way to the bigs? I'm not saying that, but you know that. No, that's why I, that's why I had to go play in Europe instead of that's, in the hey, States. Hey, it's okay, <laughs> but it's just funny that people could look at you and yeah. think something different. Because as a, in high school, certain people have told me Dylan is cocky. Yeah. And I've never seen you as a cocky dude. But the reasons are is that you have always treated me with respect. You have never, from the moment you and I became friends, sophomore year. Okay? Or at least, like, we knew. That's when we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you never Never came at you a certain type of... Yeah, no. never talked shit about me unless we were fucking around. Okay? Well, see, and I'm glad you read it. Because Chanel asked me, too, like, were you a bully in high school? I was like, absolutely not. There's no... Sh- uh, shout out to shout out to the podcast. Was not a if anybody that's listening to this back in high school could bring up a specific situation, I'd love to hear it. But I tell, I was like, no, I don't feel like I ever nope. went at anybody a certain way, made fun of anybody. Still to this day, I don't. I don't think that's that's why I, that's why I tell Chanel. I was like your example with the video game thing. I am a nerd. Sure. The difference between me as a nerd and the dude that you view and everybody that's judges as a nerd was that. Either I got blessed with good genes, I chose to play sports and do this. I, I mean, I just happen to be good at something else other than video games. Right. To, with that being said, I would much rather have been fucking born now we, we and play. With that being said, we say having said that. Oh, having said that, I would have much rather have been born about 15 years later, be living in the generation we are now. And I would be on Twitch right now making millions of millions of dollars. Now at 33, sure, I don't have the time to spend to make billions of dollars being good at a video game. I was in Vegas and we shared an Uber with a guy who was going to play for the uh, Super Bowl in Madden. Uh, but like the EA Sports competition. Yeah. I was sitting next to a legend. I don't know his name, but he was cool as shit. Sign me up. I've, I've done the whole little Best Buy tournaments. Yeah. You know, never won it, but it's you know cash prize of five hundred bucks. Sure, let me get on. We, we're doing it now. Put me in front of a camera and play video games and make all day eight hours, twelve yeah. hours. Well, you'll hear you'll probably get like fifty plus people hear your voice right now. That counts as anything. True. Oh yeah. So this is kind of me living my dream. Give me a controller, or a Nintendo Switch. We'll make it happen. But like, it's funny. So Chanel, just in case you're curious, Dylan was definitely not a bully. Yeah. Right. He's nice to everybody. It's it's just funny how people perceive one hundred percent, and 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 this will lead into further podcasts that get a little bit more deep than just the cockiness. But like I know as a fact, if I call Dylan Griffin right now, you're going to be here for me. Yeah, for sure. I don't even have to ask that. Vice versa, and I feel the same way about you. Absolutely. There there are certain people and certain mentalities and certain people that give you that feel, which. 
luckily we've been blessed. I think you can agree with this. We have almost the exact same group of friends that are sure. the same way. I don't think I've. I mean, I don't know a better group of guys than David, Weston, Zach, and Zach. And Dylan, yeah, yeah, people. Dylan too, though. He said me, so I count that. Of course, you're in that group. And, and <laughs> shout out if Clay. I don't know if you know Clayton Cooper very well. He's are you a good. Me? So Clayton is another I dude. Knew, the funny thing about Clayton Cooper is that I knew Clayton before any of you motherfuckers did. Besides, except like, for Weston. Weston like live close to him or something. They yeah, they live we real close. Ball together. Yeah. Right. He said one of the funniest things I'll ever remember. And so what I'm going to need you to do is like once this post, you need to send this Clayton. Okay. Yeah. 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 I will. So we moved, like we were playing on the White Sox. We were in Mustang, maybe Bronco. So that would have been like 12, 12 youth, mm-hmm. right? We brought on a new kid onto our team about halfway through the season, right? And so my dad's coaching. He's like, hey, guys, this is Tyler. Uh, welcome him to the team. Mm-hmm. We're all warming up before the game. Yeah. Right? And you know, Clayton, like he's the goofiest, like silliest, funniest yep. dude, but he's always so dry with the way he presents himself that it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Like when someone who has a dry sense of humor says something funny, for some reason, it just misses. Me, it's so much funnier than yeah. someone who's trying to be funny. I don't even think he knew he was trying to be funny. It, it, it was unintentional, but it's still funny. Dead serious. Okay, we're all warming up. He looks Tyler Silva in the eyes and he says, Hey, man, you can have some water if you want. Because we had like the Gatorade, mm-hmm. like five gallon bucket. And he was being genuine, like, Hey, if you're thirsty, go get some water. But I remember that shit like it was yesterday. That I sounds about right. <laughs> it was the funniest well, thing. See, and I need you to be a listener, buddy. Uh, glad we bring him up briefly because Clayton, outside of Tyler Lyons, we mentioned that Clayton's probably one of the most God-gifted best pitchers I've ever seen. That dude could throw the ball. And he is, I would say, opposite end of the spectrum from me as far as the cocky, confident type vibe you Absolutely. get from somebody. Absolutely. And that dude is... I mean, one of the best played D one uh, baseball as well. Pitched. I think he got looked at here in the states. He did go play in Belgium and in uh, France. Mm-hmm. Great, but it's the same thing. It's like the dude was good, great at a young age. Stayed good, continued yeah. to stay good. Yeah. But he is the like I said, what everybody apparent coming to find out now. Everybody in high school viewed me as cocky asshole. He says come to find out now, like you didn't know. But Clayton is the opposite end of that. So that's why it's weird that. It's 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 a personality trait or mentality more so than just being good at something. Because Clayton was always good at right. baseball and really just good at stuff he did in general. But he just didn't choose to carry himself in that way. He he stayed low key. You still have to have confidence to I be res- good at what you do. I respect people like that, but I also respect people who know for sure. I don't know, man. It's a weird one because I'm on your spectrum more than I'm on the other spectrum. But it ties into the, like what you said, and I agree, I won't argue with it. It's the life of the party, the center of attention. I will never deny that I don't like. You love attention? Yeah. Not to the point of that I'm attention whore. When I say life of the party, I don't mean the guy who's seeking attention. I mean the guy, like, when we would go out and do stuff all the time when we were like... Broadway show yeah. or we were in Padre or, or San Antonio for Weston's uh, bachelor party. You seem to make life more fun. For sure. And that's what I want it Some, to be. Somehow, and I don't know how you do it, you always seem to be able to be laughing. You always, and I swear to God, and, and David, 
Zach, Wesson, y'all will be a prime example of be able to, to prove it. And you can't argue that. You always laugh harder than anybody else who's there. Mm -hmm. I feel like you found a way in everything that's gone on in life. You have found a way to make the best of everything. For sure. You always have fun. You always laugh super fucking hard. Zach is the only person I will give credit to the Zach, run for my money with the with the giggle the cat we Zach get on the laughing yes it giggles oh true 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 he gets on his little giggle fest <laughs> which i'm glad we had to bring this up because i don't know if it matters how long this podcast lasts but i'm glad you mentioned padre everyone stopped listening except for me you and chanel okay perfect so i'm glad you bring this up because i would like to mention also the previous guest you had, David Owens. well, I guess would be three episodes now. Yes. Uh, him and your host, truly, Landry Griffith, okay. uh, both went to bed on the second night of a bachelor party. I want everybody to know this. David, we were second night. Not the first night, not the third night, fourth night. Second night of a bachelor party. We're in bed by nine o'clock. At the latest. I appreciate the nine because I think it was eight. Yeah. Y'all were like, no, we're going to bed. Which which ties into what you said about David last time. He's true to himself. He's calm. Y'all didn't give a fuck. No. Y'all were tired. You wanted to go to bed. We were drunk as shit and hungover. Y'all were like, we're done. My mentality was still like, no, we're here for Zach. This is a bachelor party. Right. But also, could I could drink like a fish. I don't know if Weston, at that age, in that time frame, could get drunk. I don't know if there's enough alcohol can I say that Weskin could drink a beer better than anybody I've ever met in my life? No, I mean, that's a fact. I call him, still to this day, he is my, that's my stud horse. Yeah. When we go out and people talk shit, I'm like, oh, I bet 20 bucks he would drink beer Absolutely. faster than you. Absolutely. But no, no, he, but that's the deal. But I just want to bring up the whole Padre thing because I was there. He brought me up. We talked about it. It's funny because Dylan, after mine and David. Oh, sent so many text messages. Aired, was like, hey, that's close to being correct, but you're not. Because, yes, because the bartender slash waiter was, uh, David will remember, was completely disgusted with him ordering the mar the cream sickle. all of us. The guy was like, <laughs> wait, for real? Oh, wait, you, wait. Yeah, he, he was thrown you off. You really want an orange cream sickle martini? Yeah, for sure. No, it was like, it, it, but I, I did text him. As soon as it happened, I was like, this, that, the other. So, but that was, I was like, no, the guy was like trying to. Trying to steer David towards beer. Do you? Uh, I can get you a beer. We we got a nice craft beer. Sure. We 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 can probably locally made. We can squeeze a. The guy's like salty. The guy's like I, I. We got a blue moon. I'll squeeze a fucking orange into it. It'll I be dreamsicle. I got you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, David said no. God damn it! I'm ordering. An Which is still a confidence thing. I will never deny that David is a lack of confidence, dude. He's a guy that's like I he knows what he like, wants. Doesn't care what he might thinks. When you're talking about people versus cocky versus confidence, it's hard to not include David Owens in this conversation. Mm -hmm. But but I will give David credit. He is a lot more. Humble would not be the word, but low key. Yeah, he. It's more closeted. I agree. I agree. It's more. It's it, it's more. Honing it in. Yeah, he didn't let you know it, but if you want to talk to him, and bring it up. He's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's just how it is. He, he he. But he sticks to his ways. He always has and always will. My biggest, the only complaint I've ever had with David in my entire fucking life. This is for you, David. I'm attacking you right now. Is this dude would leave the house if he's going to get food? And you don't go with him, he ain't bringing you shit. He, you could go to the same place, be like, no, yeah, you're going to Taco Bell? Cool, give me a burrito. I mean, if you're not coming with me. Yep. 
David's a bitch. I'm like, wait, what? You're going to say, no, I'm going for me. You know what used to piss me off for me, Luke, but David is me, you and David? Is you and I would be at work all goddamn day. Mm hmm. Busting our asses. Yep. And we'd come. David didn't have a job for the majority of the time we lived together. Yeah, he was a lifer on a college. <laughs> he was living the dream. So we come home, he's like, holy shit, man, I just watched the entire season two of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Well, I was just saving lives. I was just fucking building doors. And my dad, what'd you do? Well, I haven't got up to take a shower yet. No shit. Fuck you, David. No shit. Fuck you, David. My favorite part about us living together. This is not had nothing to do with cocky or comedy anymore. Is we always did stupid pranks against each other, and the the most mad you got was, was for the on, most on, on, on. for the most stupid I was simple. Ready to throw down and beat the shit out of you. I mean, yes. Th- this is what goes back to that so confidence thing. See, yeah, he 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 wasn't gonna win the fight, but he wasn't gonna let me know. Wasn't he wasn't gonna win the fight. Anyways. It was a prank war. I the best prank I ever did was whenever I saran wrapped his shower head, and he turned it on and it spewed on like <laughs> four different directions of his bathroom. Yeah. Cool, great prank. Didn't yeah. say a word. I poured great value. Let me repeat this: great value. Great value. He did not pour Kool Aid brand. I poured great value f- water flavoring into the top tank of David's toilet. With all means, stupid prank was not nothing behind it other than making his water red. Right. Landry lost his fucking mind. He thought I just he. You would have thought I just flushed a thousand dollars down David's toilet. It was it was bad. one packet. Ninety nine cents for five bucks. But of all the other that that's the only prank he was not okay with. I tried to fight Dylan. I was like, "You're a fucking asshole! How dare you waste mm-hmm. waste my great value Kool Aid?" No shit. He also tried. It. He he's not very good on his fight selections because he tried fighting Weston and Padre also. I did try to fight Weston because he threw a fucking frog. He on put him. a frog on him, and Landry hopped up. I actually, I mean, for a millisecond, I thought Landry was gonna be would have won that fight. <laughs> the the man just named to be the best thing I've ever heard of him. He hopped up, and I'm like. Oh, Weston, you're about to get your ass knocked. Oh, wait. No, sorry. Time out. I just realized what's about to happen. Oh, it was hilarious. For sure. So here's the kind of the moral of this podcast, right? We all perceive people a certain way based off of the first impression. Mm -hmm. Okay? Continue listening for how this could go. But maybe what the problem is is not that so-and-so's cocky. Okay? So-and-so thinks he's better than that other person, right? Because we've all had that thought. Maybe the problem is is that me as the person thinking that doesn't know that person, and maybe I'm the problem for judging that person without knowing them. Mm -hmm. Because you may, honest to God, and I say this wholeheartedly, you text me that is like, holy shit, I didn't know you you thought so fondly of David, and I said, just wait. Yeah. Just wait, I got you. Mm -hmm. You may may be the most kind-hearted person I've ever met in my life. I appreciate it. And I try to be. And I, For people that, that are to close to you, you have their fucking back. Yeah, 100%. Right? For people that mean something to you, you're going to have their back 100%. And there's no stopping you. You can fucking take five punches to the face from me and you don't give a shit. You're not going to text me the next day and be like, what the fuck, bro? More th- more than you know, you don't know. I actually got jumped. I, I got I jumped on to you. I do know, but I didn't know. I didn't know if I should bring that. You up. You can bring it up for sure. Yeah. But because you were sticking up for your friend, you yep. got the shit kicked out of you. Do you feel bad about what you did? Nope. Would you do it tomorrow? For no, for a good friend, no. Maybe for that situation, it's my mentality. Yes, I would. 
It's I just my personality, yeah. Like you're sitting here hesitating. I know he's back. Because I now it's, the problem is I know what I know now, but at the time, you know in my time frame, then 100 I would without a doubt. With yeah. your boy, shit was going popped down. off. I don't give a shit. Here yeah. we go. Let's go. I'll ask questions later, right? Yep. Right. For sure. Oh, 100. Yeah. And I know you would do that for me. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Dylan Griffin is not cocky. Tyler Lyons not cocky. Landry Griffith not cocky. We're confident people who know what we have to offer in this world, and we're going to pursue ourselves. And you're going to see us as someone who, who pursues that confidence, right? Yep. And we're going to achieve shit in life. Yep. We're not scared to show what we have. And here we go. So the next time you look at somebody and you think, "Oh, that's just a cocky son of a bitch," no, it's not. It's someone who believes in what they have. There's nothing wrong with having confidence in who you are and believing no. in what you've given. Not at all. Right. I mean, it, it gets you to where either you want to be, you need to be, or you're striving to be in life. And the problem I have with the whole cocky confidence view is like somebody may uh, like ooze this like aura of confidence because they're trying to make up for maybe some insecurity they have in themselves. Because even confident and cocky, yeah. confident slash cocky people, we're not. We don't. We, the people have issues. Everybody has issues. I'm not. I'm not trying to act like I have anything like life changing. But people have shit going on. So it could be a form of let me let me make this a higher priority than the negative things. Well, Great example would have been like what you said earlier with the this, the other shout out to Chanel. She brings up a lot with the video game thing. You witnessed it. You've heard how I yell oh and what I do in video games. Chanel thinks that that is, and she could be right. I don't view it as that. She thinks that that is my way of. You think you know? You say that I'm such a positive this that person. That's my way of letting out. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Maybe shitty, but, but it's but it's a yelling part. I can see where she's coming from. So it, not that I have like huge issues in my life or anything like that. It could be just like, sure. Let's just let whatever might have pissed me off today ooze out and then move on with my life. Well, it's like so you talk about um, letting that shit all out. I'm fucking drunk. So I don't even know where I was going with that. We've been here a long time. By the way, uh, listeners, we've been drinking for two hours prior to uh, yeah. actually getting this thing started. We had some, uh, we had some gin and tonics. Uh, Landry's a I'm awesome a dad and family man, so he had some stuff stuff going on. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, glad they tried the uh, martinis earlier and realized gin is a great alcohol of choice. I love it. Yep, you can't. I mean, you can't go wrong with it. You can't argue that's not refreshing, easy to drink. Love it. Yeah, that's great. So here's my thing is, and, and for you, listener, hopefully you've made it through this whole podcast. Don't judge somebody on what you perceive. Get to know that person. So you see him as cocky, cool. Challenge yourself to say, I don't think he's cocky. I think he's confident. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a dickhead. I think he's actually a pretty kind-hearted person. Yep. What I do, what I do to take care of lives and to do some stuff that not a lot of people could do. You know, people soil themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you, what you do is not an easy job. It's not. Would I do that if I was just an arrogant piece of shit? I no, because you would. No, because you would. You would view you right yourself now, as better pay. than. Right, right. Let me just call you to do this. Yeah. Right. I'm underpaid. I'm underqualified. Whatever it is, that's not what it is. Would you do what you do if you're just an arrogant piece of shit? Uh, no, no. The no. answer is no. Yeah, no, because I'm a manual labor, blue collar as it comes. So you're working hard eight days a week like I am, right? Yeah. 
Well, I don't work. Well, I'll say let's first of all, yeah, uh, viewers eight days is not. I don't. I don't think there's eight days in a week to work. So all the viewers. True, your your the shift could be eight days though. To seem to think otherwise. You're you're hard pressed to get a solid five five days out of me, but I work hard during those four and a half days. <laughs> those three hours a day, you're like I'm busting my ass for you. You don't understand that most people would have taken eight hours, but I got done in three. So kudos to me. I respect that. <laughs> now you can go watch. Guys play video games. Right. Or or anime. Right. So, my challenge to you as a listener is please don't judge somebody by what you see. Right? Color. Sexuality. Yes. Confidence. Um, cockiness. Get to know that person. Now, if you get to know me in, in a month down the line, you're like, nope, still cocky piece of shit. I'm probably going to give you a hug and say, I appreciate that. I appreciate that you can't stand me. I work with some people like that. And I treat them probably nicer than the person who doesn't treat me like that. Because I respect you. Right? True, you're true to your self. I respect self. that. I, I, yeah, if you I, get to know me and you still hate me, then I'm going to fucking love you for hating me. Because at least you got to know me and you've made your own decision. I may not like people that are like this, but if you're an asshole and you're an asshole all the time, that's just your personality. You're true to what you are. Right. So I will... I won't have more respect. For I won't knock it. It's like, oh, you, oh, you don't just talk shit. Right. This day, you do it all the time. You're just a dick to everybody. Like, you may not want to yeah. be best buds. I respect that, that you're true to yourself. You don't put on a front. Agreed. You don't put on a front. I agree. So that's what I have about like. So really think about listener is cocky versus confidence. Is this person truly cocky, which really has no definition? Is it arrogant or is it confidence? Because they've been given some sort of gift in their life to where they can go and pursue that to their benefit. Would you not feel the same way if you were as good looking as me? Probably not. If you were to be able to marry someone as hot as I was able to marry, would you not walk with a little bit of fucking swag? We used to call it gangsta lean. We were like in junior high, maybe like the beginning of high school. That was called a gangsta lean. True. I mean, I, hey, I'm, I back you up. Kudos to that. Look at my wife. Man. I don't. I don't know how you pulled it off. Still to this Look day. At my wife. Don't know. You see the way I walk. Yep. Would you not? It's that BDE, brother. Big, big uh-huh. energy, right? I don't. Yeah. I mean, you made it happen. I don't know how you pulled her, but you did, and here you are. Here we are. Yep. And her and I are as happy as any couple of years. Of I I saw it earlier. Right. I believe it. All right, man. So let me say this, Dylan. I'm so fucking glad you came on this podcast. I hope I get to do it again. This is I fucking blast. I sent a text message to like a core group of friends. So like I sent it to extended people, but there was a core group that before I started said, hey, I'm starting a podcast. I need you all on. I've had three of the four, and I won't even knock the fourth that's not on because Weston tried to get on earlier this week. It just didn't work. So all four of you have been on the podcast as far as I'm concerned. Weston's mm-hmm. coming on very shortly. Yep. You? You've been on? Yep. Andy's been on. David's been on. Weston's very shortly. What about? And ZT, like, I'm going to I'm gonna tell y'all right now, when ZT comes on Zach Arena, y'all are all going to go, holy shit. Like, I feel more motivated now than I did an hour ago. Okay? We've got a great speech lined up. I can't wait. I, I, I could listen to Zach talk. He's got a great speech yeah. lined up, and I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I want you to listen. I want you to listen. I'll, no, I listen. I mean, I listen to everything you post, so I'm down. We're all doing this together, but the thing is, is like, Dylan, I knew you would want to do this. Everybody 100%. Knew. So, like, I've got a couple of fun ideas for you, but I wanted to talk about that because... Do I we get to like, do this more? Yeah. Can I be a part of this more? A thousand percent. I want repeat customers. Hey, crazy idea. 
What if we do? Can you do multiple? What about? I have three microphones. Fuck, we need more because I, I want all of us. I want okay. David, Zach, this. Weston. I will me, 100% you. be down. So let me get a couple more booms. I've got three. Some down I'll the road. Once you hit millions, boom, once you hit millions no, 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 with no. your podcast. If I get up to to because I'm up to 65 listeners per view. Mm-hmm. If I get up to 75, we'll do. I love it. I'm just saying. I think I think it would be a great. So you want me, you, Zach, Weston, Dylan, or David, David? Yeah, I think it. Would, I think that'd be a pretty. But my deal would be is that's everybody you've lived with. Those are all. No, it's not because Stephen. I love Stephen Sam. I'm just saying with not count. I'm just saying the with group, with this group. group that's here. Yes, with that group. Okay. No, no offense to Stephen and Sam. I'm not as we good of friends with you no, as. They don't take that. <laughs> no, I just meant with the, Stephen and Sam are great fucking mm-hmm. people. I love both of them so much, and they know you do. They're good dudes. That's what I'm saying with the with the core group of okay. that thing. I think it'd be interesting because we've all been involved in so many different well, what, what, trips what, and what things. What we'll do is we'll move the studio to the garage. Okay. Oh shit! I'm getting crazy. We don't now. even need like I'll tell you. I don't need five microphones. I need three. We just have to have, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. have my own, y'all share our mind. For sure. Do you want to? Yeah, 100%. So Zach, David, and Weston, y'all are being called out. Yep. Let's do it. I think it'd be interesting to see where this... Uh, we have to have a specific topic or we'll turn to... We can come up with something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We got it. We got it. So we can Dylan, stay I thank you for, for following me. And like, this has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. But you have your own business, right? Yes, sir. Titan Hardware? Titan Hardware, yep. Titan Hardware, T-I-T-A-N. How can I find you? You can't. I don't advertise. Unfortunately, I do word of mouth here in Lubbock. Uh, Instagram, you can find me at, I believe, dgriff8710. dgriff8710. But as far as my business goes, sadly, I haven't put a lot of... Well, and what Dylan does is like he works for certain people, so that's okay. But like, I gotta, I I'm a... Yeah, I'm a, I'm a subcontractor. I install hardware in residential and commercial housing. Uh, so any new construction needs as far as hardware goes, Madewell construction. I'm your guy. Medicine. Yep. So other than that, I just haven't put a. Unfortunately, I've just no, 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 put no, it up sure. to uh, word of mouth versus Absolutely. putting advertising. Absolutely. This has been awesome. So, like I said before, I end this. Please stop judging people by what you see. If you want to judge me as an asshole, make sure I'm the asshole. If, if you've gotten to know me and I'm the asshole, I'm, I'm okay with that, okay? What about you? Do you think the same thing? Yeah, if yeah. If I just met you and you're an asshole, then probably you should look further. But if I've known you for two months and you're an asshole, that's okay. Let's stop judging people by what we see. Yeah, 100%. Color, I, I'm not a fan of... Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm not a fan of judging until you know somebody anyway, so... And before we end this podcast, I want to challenge everybody here. What I do at the end of every episode... I challenge you to do something kind for somebody else today as you're listening. And I'm going to use an example. And this is going to make my skin's crawling as I do it because I can't stand when people do something for somebody else and then they brag about it. This is not a brag. This is an example. The other day I went to uh, McDonald's. Okay. I ordered some food for my daughter and there was a guy behind me and I, and I'll be straight honest. I asked how much is the person's behind me meal going to cost? Don't fucking do it if it's going to cost $35. She said $434. I said, put his Happy Meal on my account. The guy looked at me through my rearview mirror. I've never seen a happier guy in my entire life. 
He he literally went to him. She said, no, the person in front of you got it. I swear to God, the guy almost had tears in his eyes. And I'm not saying that to boast me. I'm saying that you never know who's behind you in that drive-thru. And the fact that I can make somebody's life like that, make somebody's entire day to spend $4. $4 not that big of a deal to me. It may be to somebody else. You do that. Open the door for somebody. Look at somebody in the eyes and say, how are you doing? You never know what you're going to be doing for somebody else whenever you encourage happiness. Do something nice for somebody else, okay? Thank you all for listening. I, I think y'all really need to, to, to keep listening, like I said at the beginning of the podcast. Spread the word. Let everybody know about this. My goal, I was lucky if I could get 30 listeners. I'm averaging close to 60, which is fucking mind-blowing. Thank you, every single person who has listened to these podcasts. I can't explain to you how much it means. I'm not doing this to get famous. I'm not doing this to make likes. I'm just doing this because it's fun to me. It's something I've always wanted to do. Spread the word. Every single person listening, if you could tell two people, I'm asking you to tell two people that don't listen to having said that with Andy Griffith, this word will spread big. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Twitter. If you want to come on here, let me know. We'll talk about it. If you have a cool topic, even though you're, you don't want to talk, I'll find somebody to talk about what you want to talk about. Let me know. We'll, uh, we'll keep moving on. Uh, thank you all for listening. From me and Dylan Griffin, see ya. Peace out.